0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Sunday morning
1: to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. It was ugly, it was difficult, but heck, we will take it. Miami wins their 80th game of the season. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff.
0: Well, I don't think anybody ever said it was going to be easy. The Marlins watch a 4-0 lead slip away this afternoon, but they score on a wild pitch in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Miami Marlins beat the Milwaukee Brewers by a final score of 5-4 to this afternoon to even up this three-game weekend series against Milwaukee. Miami 80 wins and 75 losses now here in 2023. Welcome to the 10th Inning Show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff and Nelly. uh, Let's start big picture. How do you kind of wrap this one up today? It felt like there was some good and there was some bad and it just feels like this time of the year there just won't be another easy win the rest of the way.
2: No, I think you look at it as, okay, you got the win and you're still a game out from the Cubs and that's what you have to look at. And then I think you address and Skip Schumacher addresses any kind of issues that have been going on these last five games. And that's what you have to clean up. You're skating. You're, 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 like, getting by on the skin of your teeth, right? You know, you, you lose – you win this one on a wild pitch, but you played some really ugly baseball. Yeah. You know, not getting over covering bases. You're making some errors in the field. And that's to happen, but it's the mental part that can happen. Uh, De La Cruz had a really good day. Berger had a really good day. That walk that he had in the eighth inning just keyed everything off, and that's, that's his – Run round up, wound up coming around the score with Hampson, but uh, you address it after, hey, you're happy now, but at the same time, you're going back and saying, you know what, we got away with one, and we can't play like that tomorrow, and even going on the road against the Mets and the Pirates. Your thoughts on Jesus Lizardo's start? Um, it was good to start and then disappointing at the end, uh, you know, because I thought, here's a situation that he needs to go deeper in the ballgame, and it almost reminded me when we are talking about his starts earlier in the year and getting, okay, five innings and then all of a sudden going six and seven was a really uh, tough issue for him or a tough stretch for him. And it seemed like, okay, that started creeping back into to me. And then it's like, okay, this is when you, you know, four-nothing lead that you really got to put the hammer down and say, okay, climb on my back. I'm going to carry us another couple innings and then we'll get to the bullpen and we'll end up four to nothing. Uh, he just lost it there. It, you know, to me, I think the pace was good in the middle you know he settled down started finding the slider it was good in the middle and all of a sudden the pace started slowing down you know all of a sudden you could see the body language start to get uh, that oh, oh what's going on you know a little bit timid and throwing strikes maybe trying to pick the corners or or not being aggressive in that inning so you know good to start disappointing at the end
0: I don't know if we could say enough good things about Jake Berger and what he's meant to this ball club since they acquired him at the deadline. I mean, he's a newfound man coming over from Chicago. Sounds like that might not have been a great place there and
2: an unhealthy environment. And he come here and he he I mean he's thrived. Yeah, so many tori- stories come out of that Chicago White Sox clubhouse, locker room, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, there's so much coming out of there. But he came over here. The hitting coaches Brent Brown and Mabry and Hart—they've done a tremendous job for him. He's such a great guy, you know. I've talked to him a few, a few times. He's got a smile on his face. He absolutely loves it here, and he's really produced at the plate. He, he has put some really good at-bats. You know, he's a decent third baseman. Uh, he's going to make the good play sometimes. He's 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 not, but overall. He adds that power thread. And for a pitcher, you know, you go through, if you didn't have Bell, you didn't have Berger, you navigate through a couple guys. And, and you know, and then, okay, I can, I, I, I'm starting to look at this lineup, and I'll see these guys that I might have to be careful, but then I'm going to get to the bottom of the lineup and, or, or the middle of the lineup, and then it's okay. Now you can't do that. You know, as a pitcher you look and until I got Burger, I gotta be careful. I can't walk the guy ahead of me. You know, oh, I got Bell or I got Soler, you know, a rise is up the top. I gotta get the guys at the bottom of the lineup up or then all of a sudden the lineup's gonna turn around. So adding those two guys have really solidified this lineup and, and you have power threats now up and down. Last one for you, Nelly, before I let you run. Outside of the two blowouts, Milwaukee's a very good team.
0: They've won four of the six matchups, but outside of those two just clunkers You know, you could see why these two teams could tangle in the wild card round up there in Milwaukee. I mean, when Miami's not just coughing it up totally, they've played them
2: really well, and they've won a couple of these games and shut them out once. They have, and the key is for the Marlins is going to be starting pitching. If you can't start and can't throw up zeros and what you have to do is match the other guys and you have to go out with an attitude that you got to take the ball out of my hands not that hey i'm going to give you five and then i'm going to just that's my job i did five and i you know i threw up zeros and then i'm coming out of the game no you can't come in with that mentality because those guys over there in the brewers clubhouse are not doing that you know They want they want to go as deep as they can, and then right. they have a really good bullpen because they're going seven innings, right? And that's the thing that the Marlins will have to do. Now, they're going to be able to do it with two starters, and that's Lizardo and Braxton Garrett. You don't know how that's going to line up going into that first series that the Marlins can get in, in that first series, at best two out of three, and it will be in Milwaukee. You may have to throw Garrett that last day to try to get into the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you probably lose him until – the third game and that's if it goes three here's another one for you Nelly. sorry i'm just thinking about this now if you watch
0: what burns and woodruff did the last two days both of them go five and die miami made both those guys work a little bit you know i, I that's encouraging
2: yeah it you know it is and but you look at what woodruff did at home and, and all of a sudden he goes nine i mean a lot of times these guys feel a lot more comfortable pitching in their home park than going on the road uh, but yes you, you know you got burns you got a, you worked them with a lot of pitches yesterday Right, And you just wound up getting blown out. Right, uh, You know, that could have been part of it. It's really tough to pitch, whether you're a starter or a reliever in a blowout game. It could have been different if the game was close. You look at Woodruff. He made the one mistake against Berger. If he doesn't hang that slider, then he's pitched a pretty decent game, and he's probably going a little bit more. But, yes, the Marlins got to him, and that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to play good baseball. But going forward, they have to clean up the mistakes. Yeah. They have to clean up the mistakes. One more
0: at home tomorrow. Game 81 at home tomorrow. Miami now 45 and 35 at home. Can they make it win number 46? We shall wait and see at 140 tomorrow afternoon. Nelly, have a good night, and I'll see you bright and early you tomorrow. You as well,
2: Cole. See you tomorrow. Last right. last one at home. Yes,
0: indeed. Marlins beat the Brewers today 5-4. to four. Let's take a listen to all the highlights for you. This was a matchup that featured Brandon Woodruff. And Jesus Lizardo for Miami, and the Marlins tagged Woodruff for three in the first. There were two men on in the bottom of the first inning, and Jake Berger was at the plate. Jake Berger with a swing and a high drive in the air. Left field. Come on. Is it enough? And the she is gone. Jake Berger, his 34th bomb of the season. Miami with a 3-0 lead here in the first. So the Marlins got out to a hot and fast start in this ball game tonight, and Jesus Lazardo would start to settle in. He would uh, coax a 6-4-3 double play ball to get out of the second, and that would start a stretch of 10 consecutive Brewers retired by Jesus Lazardo. The Marlins had a 3 0 lead going to the bottom of the fourth inning this afternoon. They got a leadoff double from Brian De La Cruz. Jesus Sanchez walked, and after John Birdie grounded out. Miami had runners at second and third with one out in the fourth inning for Nick Fortes. 2-2, and that is swung on and hit high in deep right center field. Perkins is back to make the catch. Tagging from third and scoring is Brian De La Cruz. Jesus Sanchez is on his way to third. That's a sacrifice fly for Nick Fortes in the Marlins' lead, 4 to nothing. It would stay that way into the top of the sixth inning, but that's when things would unravel. For Jesus Lazardo with the Marlins this afternoon, Lazardo issued a free pass to Blake Perkins leading off the sixth, and after a double by Christian Yelich, the Brewers had runners at second and third with nobody out in the sixth inning, and William Contreras was the batter. 1-2 pitch, and that is on the ground to Bell at first. He bobbles the baseball. Contreras is safe at first. Scoring on the play is Blake Perkins. It's a 4-1 to game, and that's going to be an E3 on Josh Bell. It was a softly hit, line drive to first. They actually gave Contreras an RBI single. And going back and taking a look at it, it was the correct official scores decision. But Bell, a play he probably should have made but both he and Lazardo couldn't get to the bag in time. The ball kicked to the right of Bell into the hands of Arise. Bit of a mess on just the soft little line drive to first, and Bell kind of sat back on it, and you know, I don't think he could have gone and grabbed it shoelace high on the fly, so it was a bit of a messy play. So then the Brewers, with a run home, had runners at first and third. Lazardo was out. A.J. Puck came in, and he was facing Carlos Santana. 1-2 pitch to Santana. And that is swung on and hit high and deep right center field. Jazz is going back at the wall and it's gone. A three-run homer for Carlos Santana. And he has tied the ball game at four. It was 4-4 four, four in the middle of the sixth inning. The Brewers roar all the way back to tie this thing here tonight. Marlins got Woodruff out of the ball game after five. He allowed four runs on six hits. Hobie Milner came in. He worked an inning and a third. A.J. Puck would work the sixth. There was a 4-4 game going to the seventh inning. Milner would uh, start the bottom of the seventh inning for Milwaukee. He would get a rise to bounce out. And let's see here. Abner Uribe then came in. He struck out Jorge Soler looking. Josh Bell singled. Jazz Chisholm Jr. struck out. First time in his career, Jazz Chisholm Jr. A four strikeout night here tonight so we said Lizardo five plus three runs three hits puck an inning Matt Moore made his Miami Marlins debut in the seventh inning worked around a pair of two out singles a little messy uh, Yelich had a ground ball to Bell in the seventh inning Moore couldn't get to the bag at first in time and Bell stutter stepped and what should have been a root team out Yelich was safe at first they're in the seventh with two outs. Contreras single, but Moore got out of it. Uh, so fast forward, 4-4, going to the top of the eighth inning. Andrew Nardi came in. He hit Mark Canna, but then he struck out Willie Adams swinging. Josh Donaldson grounded out to shortstop. Sal Freelich struck out swinging, and Andrew Nardi escaped the eighth inning. In the bottom of the eighth, Yoel Piamps came on for the Milwaukee Brewers. He walked Jake Berger, who was then replaced by Garrett Hampson as the pinch runner. With Brian De La Cruz at the plate, he shot a single through the right side. Hampson went first, to third. The Marlins had runners on the corners with nobody out, threatening to take the lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. The batter was Jesus Sanchez. He struck out swinging. There was one out in the bottom of the eighth. John Birdie was at the plate, and the Marlins had an opportunity to take the lead. There's. The 0-2 pitch, there goes De La Cruz, and a slider goes to the backstop! Here comes Hamson. The Marlins take the lead! De La Cruz on his way to third! Oh, a break for Miami! They lead it! They lead it 5-4! And the Marlins took a 5-4 lead on a wild pitch in the bottom of the eighth. It was 5-4 going to the ninth. Tanner Scott pitching for the first time in four days. He was facing 8-9-1. Andrew Monasterio led off the ninth inning for Milwaukee. He grounded out to short. Tyrone Taylor, the pinch hitter, struck out looking. And the last hope today for Milwaukee was the former Marlin, Christian Yelich. They rise to their feet at Lone Depot Park. Here comes the 1-2 pitch and it's swung out in this strike three the marlins are back into the win column and they beat the milwaukee brewers five to four this afternoon this three-game weekend series is now tied in one apiece tanner scott with his tenth save of the season let's take a look at the totals for you for milwaukee four runs seven hits an error six men left on base for the marlins this afternoon five runs eight hits no errors eight men left on base Andrew Nardi with another victory. He's 8-1 this season. Joel Piamps the loser. He's 6-5. Tanner Scott, his 10th save of the season for the Marlins. Started this ballgame at 4-12. Played within 2 hours and 35 minutes. 23,867 uh, 867, excuse me, in attendance inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park here today. With a loss, the Brewers National League Central Championship Celebration. Is on ice. It's on hold. They're 88 and 67 with the victory. Miami is 80 and 75. That is their 80th win of the season. They remain one game back of the Cubs for that third and final wild card spot, and a game and a half back of the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are idle because they were postponed in the Bronx today. Get the final score: Miami five and Milwaukee four for the Marlins this afternoon. They punched out nine. And that means that $225 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative, the fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative.
1: Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the 5-4 victory over the Brewers. Skip, just uh, I know we talked about it, it's in that
3: stretch, of just how crucial is a win like this.
4: We'll take any win, any any way we can get it. Um, I thought we our offense did a really good job against a really tough pitcher today, especially getting shut out at their place, uh, nine inning complete game, and coming back after a tough loss yesterday as well. Um, Zeus did exactly what we needed him to do. Um, you know, got us you know into the sixth inning and handed it over to a, a really good bullpen didn't work out um you know obviously with puck giving up the homer but um you know we feel really good about our back end bullpen and, and zeus did a really nice job but and, and he set the tone i've said it before our starting pitchers you know set the tone we're usually pretty good and um burger you know huge hit and you know obviously three run home run just kind of uh, you know gave us a we exhaled a little bit and um and i think zeus was on the attack after that played, uh, I thought he was behind the count and uh, a lot of long counts the first couple innings, but then really settled in and got through six. He was going, uh, his pace was about three or four innings the way he was going, and then he really settled in, got some quick outs. Um, he did a really nice job.
3: What adjustments did you see your hitters making against Woodruff this time around? We
4: stayed inside the strike zone. We didn't chase some interesting calls throughout the game, um, to say the least. Uh, you know we every again every single pitch matters so you know when we talk about stay inside the strike zone and then that stuff happens it gets a little frustrated frustrating at times but credit to our guys it didn't affect them Um, we had to keep going it was happening a little bit on both sides as well Um, it didn't affect them throughout the game frustration yes but um, you know when we say stay inside the strike zone and just because a couple calls don't go our way we didn't chase didn't keep chasing um, and you know did the little things the right way today, I thought, as well. Um, and overall, you know, really good game.
3: Oh, we saw Ryze limping off there after that last event. just Do you have an update on him and uh, what's going kind of to level?
4: Of he, uh, the lights went off, and he fell down the stairs when Scott was coming in. So um, another weird freak injury. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen him um, yet, uh, so we'll find out when, uh, when I get out there. But, yeah, he slipped down the steps as the lights went down as Scott was coming in
5: we got the news pregame, Sandy, and then Yuri. just uh, for Sandy, I guess, just the
0: fact that, you know, he's out for the rest of the season. He mentioned, you know, obviously he wanted to come back. He was hoping that, but
4: it was... Sandy?
3: Yeah, we'll start with Sandy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know there's been a couple. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sandy is an absolute warrior, great teammate, wanted to do everything he could to come back, and he tried. Um and I, I think that goes a long way in that clubhouse. When you know maybe throughout the year some guys pulled the shoot on some minor things, um, the guy the guy was you know hurt and still tried to make it, still tried to help us, and um, and it shows what he's all about and what he means to us. He's going to be around. We need him around. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's bad news. Obviously, that's not good news, but um, just shows you what he who he is.
0: And then with Yuri. I assume
5: like when did it start bothering him? And there's also maybe just a case too that he was getting there up in innings. He probably at some point was going to
4: be shut down. Yeah, a couple a couple starts ago, he started feeling it, um, and you know he he battled through it. You know people go through some stuff during uh you know during the year, obviously, but you know he was he was feeling it, and um, the last thing we wanted to do is is um, have him adjust his delivery or something, and it's the kinetic chain of you know. That something in the back goes wrong and he starts feeling it other places um, so that that was that was definitely the move I'm, I'm proud of him that he was honest with us um, it's not easy as a 20 year old to be honest uh, you know because it, not 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 honest but try to fight through some stuff and say he's okay um, so it was a good um, it was a mature way to go about it and um, but you know he's we wouldn't be here without him there's no doubt about it and he's uh i don't think anybody would have thought he would have thrown that many innings up here this year and then have the success he had this year uh so yeah we haven't won this many games without him around
6: so so what's
0: kind of i guess you guys are already piecemealing a bit the pitching what what where do you go now with out
5: sandy uri guess guys are gonna have to figure that or have you thought about it yet yeah, i have
4: definitely it. thought about it <laughs> yes um i think about it uh too much honestly um that's We we're going to have some again as creative all hands on deck as we can. Um, You know the the couple starters that we have left. As long as if they can go longer, that's ideal. If they get in the sixth inning, we feel like it's okay to set us up for the next day and the day after. Luckily, we have a couple off days um, in between. I guess one more. Uh, now um, It's not going to be easy Nobody said it was going to be easy um, But I think those guys are, are willing to do whatever it takes And uh, you know We're going to have to We're going to just have to be really really creative Which we have been I feel like this month
5: <laughs> You've always mentioned that you are going to have to be creative But do you think it was going to be like At this level of creativeness to Think about so many different scenarios. uh yeah I didn't
4: feel like we'd have this many um, kind of openers in both pin days and stuff but again there's te- other teams. it's not we're not the only team that's' we're, uh, that's going through this type of thing um, other teams have injuries um, and they have to piece it together as well and I think uh, honestly in the in the postseason not, uh, you'll see some teams that are still going through this right um, and I think that uh, just the reality of the situation we're in Offense is gonna have to pick us up. They picked us up today, um, and I think the you know the bullpen guys are going to be in different roles that they're they're that they're not used to. Um, but again, you ask anybody in that clubhouse. That's why I'm so proud of this team. No matter what happens, whatever it takes. And I know other guys say that at times, but like they literally believe that. And um, you know you see guys playing different positions, different roles in bullpens, and uh, you don't hear a peep, and it's pretty cool. So
5: obviously uh-huh. been around for a while. What's your impression on Matt Moore?
4: Debut. yeah I have yeah I've seen him I've watched him for a long time it's nice to have him on our side um, it, you know it was a you know a couple you know weird plays got out of a big spot um, and a big spot at the time as well uh, with the tie game and um, I I've said this about a few of our guys in the bullpen he does not scare he has seen every situation possible in the big leagues, and he's gotten out of it, um, starting or relieving, and he's uh, he's been really, really good. You're going to see him in those spots because we trust him. That's why we got him. Um, and you know, when guys need days off, you know, you might see him even later than that.
5: And they mentioned on the radio broadcast, uh, the Jazz may have taken a little bit to get out the center field by the
4: time Nardi was getting ready to pitch. Any thought on that? I didn't see it till the end, so I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Um, exactly what happened? I know he was frustrated with a few of the calls and the at bats, um, but I'll have to I'll have to take a look. Thanks,
3: good.
1: All right. I had a chance to catch up with Tanner Scott, who earned his tenth save as a Marlin in 2023. He bounced back after blowing a save against the New York Mets and coughing up a lead. Uh, let's hear what Tanner had to say after the victory. Thank you very much Kyle here with Tanner Scott uh, huge win here ugly win in a lot of ways but how did it feel for you personally just to bounce back here this afternoon I mean uh, we need a, we need a win so I mean it was huge I mean it's not about
7: me so just keep going just
1: some of the adjustments that you made or did you keep things the same Oh no, keep things the same I mean it's worked all year I had two rough outings I mean I'm going to keep doing the same thing What has it been like For this bullpen and when did you guys feel like you had something special here spring training i mean we had a great group of guys and i mean everyone fits in and uh i mean we added some guys and it's been huge last one for you tanner what's been the message you got eight games to go here you're right in the thick of it who's been that leader in the clubhouse that's really telling you guys all right here we go guys this is the run we need now
7: everyone everyone has that mindset i mean everyone comes in with the same attitude hey we got to win that's that's the main the main thing we got to keep winning
1: all right great job tanner thank you very much for the time man thank you all right kyle hey, Zeus Lazardo went five innings gave up three hits three runs four punch outs three walks let's hear what Lazardo had to say
5: after his start
3: uh Zeus just how would you assess your outing here
5: today uh, i would say uh frustrating the way it ended uh, i felt like i was cruising through five Um, a walk, a double, and then an error. Um, Just kind of hurt me, but at the same time, uh, I just gotta be better in eliminating that at the end, but uh, I felt good felt strong overall. Um, You know, my pitches were doing what I wanted them to, so I'm not too upset about it, especially after the win.
3: And after that last, um, before that last outing, that is, you were really in a group. How were you able to get into such a rhythm?
5: Uh, I mean, I feel like just attacking the zone, I felt the first inning uh, was long, the second inning was kind of long as well, and then the third, fourth, and fifth, we cruised along, we kind of got back in the zone with all our pitches and found outs uh, in a quicker manner. Sandy and
3: out now, is a change of mentality but wanting to maybe balance doing more,
5: but not necessarily, you know, to the detriment of the pitching? Uh, I mean, not necessarily doing more, just trying to go as long as possible. Um, I mean, I, I, I would love to go out there if I had 130 pitches every day. My arm feels great and I, I'm, I'm good for it. But um, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, it's up to Skip and um, we always respect his, his decision. But as a starter, I know me, Brax, you know, Cueto, whoever it is, Cabrera, we all want to go as long as possible. And uh, especially with the bullpen hurting, you know, as, as much as they've been used lately, we want to try to take that load off their shoulders. What did
0: you do today? Maybe that you didn't do the last time we faced Milwaukee.
5: Uh, just attacking way more, um, just trusting my stuff. Um, especially with the four-run lead, it's a lot. Um, I don't want to say easier to pitch because it should always be the same mentality. But with the four-run lead, you can go out there and um, you know attack them a little bit more. And you know if they give you a hit a solo home run, it's not going to burn as bad. So um, just being able to attack the zone more and fill it up with all my pitches.
1: Jake Berger went one for three, had the big three-run home run in the first inning.
7: Let's hear what Berger had to say after the win.
5: Not pretty, but get it done.
7: Just how important was it to get this win today? Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Uh, Obviously, a really good ball club over there. So, um, you know, anything uh, we can do to uh, get a win from them and, um, you know, hopefully ride some momentum going into tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the best pitchers in in the game of baseball that that started for them. And then, uh, you know, their pens... Obviously, uh, really, really good. So, um, you know, we're we're happy that uh, you know, through some some good baseball, uh, you know, DeLa hits hits the uh, double and then uh, yeah. Sanchez walks, we move him over and uh, you know get a sack fly, get it on there. So, you um, that's that's the type of baseball we we need to play from here on out to uh, to be able to uh, get in the get in the playoffs. And doing it both the big hit early and then you start to really leave,
3: you know, drawing the walk. I mean, talk about that. Just those two big moments. That-
7: yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, had my number, uh, the last time we faced him in Milwaukee. So, um, you know, I had to tweak a couple things with my approach against them. And, um, you know, fortunately, it worked out in that first at bat. And then, uh, you know, the, the walk is, that's uh, kind of what we uh, talk about here is passing the baton. So, you know, obviously, you want to hit a uh, the go-ahead solo home run there. But, um, you know, the, we got such great hitters throughout the lineup, you know. So just passed the baton, and um, you know, obviously came through with uh, Hamps going first to third on that and that ball uh, that, that DeLa hit, and then uh, scoring on the wild pitch. So um, you know, it's just all around really good baseball. I it like
3: doing.
7: I me, mean, you know, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's good enough. Um, you know, I, I feel uh, feel good. Uh, obviously, Skip told me to be smart, and um, you know, balls, you know, ground balls and whatnot, not to. Uh, run my normal uh, speed and effort level, but, um, you know, I'm doing everything I can to uh, stay out there for, for the remainder of the season. Yeah,
3: I think Skip said you'd you
5: have to, like, amputate it. That'd be the only way you'd be out
7: of the game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the thought process. You know, growing up playing hockey, that's uh, kind of the uh, mindset you have going uh, forward. And obviously with my injury history, I know what the uh, sport is like to be taken away from you. So um, if, it's, uh, if my leg's not cut off, you know, it's not going to uh, it's not gonna get me out of the
5: game. What were you looking for in that about against Woodruff first inning
7: yeah I mean um, obviously he is a really good fastball and um, it just kind of reacted to the uh, the slider there um, you know you, you got to honor his fastball always because' it's, it's such an electric one both the sinker and the four team so um, you know it was it's going to be on that 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 timing but um, you know fortunately he uh, threw a pitch that I could handle.
1: All right, we'll end on this. Yuri Perez was placed on the 15-day IL with left SI joint inflammation. Let's hear what Yuri had to say after being placed on the 15-day IL, and of course, it was translated by the great Louis Durante. All
3: right, Yuri, just um, how are you feeling physically and
6: how are you feeling after after the news? Sí, hablándonos hablando un poquito de cómo te sientes físicamente y cómo te sientes también después de la noticia.
3: Físicamente, uh, ahora mismo me siento bien eh, ese día de juego, sí, tenía un poco de dolor En mi parte trasera eh, Nada, eh, con la noticia eh, un poco mal Porque tú sabes, quería ayudar al equipo Quería estar con el equipo Y dar lo mejor de mí ahí afuera, competir con ellos Pero, nada, todo a su tiempo
6: uh, Well, physically, I feel I feel great right now uh, During the start, um, I did feel uh, like a little pain In my lower back left side, lower back, um, but, uh, well, about the news, is, uh, I feel bad, you know, you know, it's just it's a situation where um, the team, uh, you know, knee helps, and I uh, I feel bad that I won't be able to help them, uh, but uh, everything is, will go, uh, you know, on the same, on that pace. And
3: when exactly did
6: the pain start? Y, especificamente, cuando empezó ese dolor.
3: Hace como dos salidas atrás poco, Yeah, on the last uh, two starts, um, first day I kind of felt it was a um, discomfort, but
5: on the
6: last start um, it was very painful. Uh, I was Pitching through pain, trying to stay in the game and, you know, trying to go deep and help the team. But, you know, trying my best there.
3: How much do you think that, that pain affected your outings in those two outings? ¿Cuánto crees do you think that affected
6: that in your
3: last two laps, especially in the last one, that dolor. It affected a lot because I didn't throw at the same speed. I was trying to do a little bit of what you can do. I was trying to keep myself in the only. Eh, también eh, me yeah it
6: was affecting me mostly um, you know with all the mechanics you know the the, the, the movement there um, trying to do extra uh, to be honest just trying to work on my command as well so it was something that affected me uh, again mostly in the back when I was throwing
1: all right, we are right back at it this afternoon. It's going to be a 141st pitch. Edward Cabrera, he goes for Miami. He'll go opposite Freddie Peralta. It's going to be a 141st pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 110. How about a series victory over the Milwaukee Brewers to end the final homestand of the 2023 regular season? We hope you can join us, as always, on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by Nation.
2: Okay, picture this.